0: This is Zone One Radio.
1: Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and all inanimate objects everywhere who can't listen because they don't have ears but are appreciated nonetheless for being there. I don't know who or what I'm saying that for, but anyway. I'm Stuart Hardy, a long-haired troll-like figure who sits behind a computer and presents the best of the week on Zone 1 Radio, the community radio station for central London. This week, we start with a brand new show to the airwaves called Generation 3 with Lady Susan Vickers, who owns and runs urban label Sold, and has worked with the likes of Jay-Z, 50 Cent and Jesse J. And she's come to work for us because clearly someone higher up in management here kidnapped one of her close relatives. Matthew, I'm looking at you. Here's Generation 3 with Lady Susan Vickers.
2: So 1 <laughs> Radio with me and Susan on Generation
3: 3. <laughs> okay, so I think we should probably tell you a little bit more about who we are so you know who you're listening to.
2: I think they know... Well and truly, to who you are, They probably already
3: know who you are, James, to be fair. If not, you will very soon get to know. Anyway, back to me. Um... <laughs> Just the way she likes it. My name is Susan Vickers. I am from uh, the UK, from England. I now live in New York. Although I still retain my English roots, obviously, because of my accent. And um, I have a record label. I have a few artists (coughs) to look after. And uh, what else can I say? I was, I have had tea with the Queen. No, I haven't. That's a lie.
2: She's done a lot in her life, hasn't she? (laughs)
3: Um, And that's a little bit about me. And that's what brings me to you. James is um oh, a, you're gonna a, give good, me oh, a good a yeah, good friend yeah. a good friend of mine and he's he will he produces this show and he's also a DJ in his own right and a presenter in his own right and you go white, for it, James white, white. Go on tell him a little bit yeah. Tell him
2: a bit about me okay. there's not much to tell okay,
3: okay that's enough oh, I don't um. <laughs>
2: <laughs> carry no. on Susan. No, no you, on. Go. On.
3: you go You go 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 James
2: go I'm out of place now you just carry on <laughs> tell everyone what they got coming up on the show today <laughs>
3: Okay <laughs> coming, no, you go. I feel bad now. Just Everyone's going to be writing in. And I'll be go. getting hate mail and stuff. Come on,
2: they're going to hear me every week okay. anyway. So, yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> okay, so, if I tell you what we've got coming up. You sure you don't want to go, James? No, I'm sure. Okay. I will tell you what we've got coming up for you on this show. Oh. Okay. James will get to tell you about himself, I promise. Okay, we have um, Nick, who's the, th- the third person that we told you about. He's going to be coming in and telling us what's going on out and about in the world of celebrity and new music. We have a feature which we call the defy track which will be where james and i will have a little bit of a, a track off so she'll probably play like a
2: really old vinyl track and then i'll play <laughs> some that <it> she's never heard.
3: <laughs> yeah 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 now i will play something you've never heard in your life not realizing just how much influence it has on the world and then you the listeners can interact with us send us a tweet email whatever to see which track you prefer so we can have an interactive fight and then um, I think we'll probably hear a little bit more about James if if I give him a couple of bit of air We're time. probably gonna
2: have hundreds of shows and I still haven't introduced myself. Yeah, no. no.
3: Well, no. I have given you the opportunity, but there's not really much to say. I could probably do it in about. Sh- should we
2: just
1: move on?
3: Yeah. You sure you don't want to go? I'm okay. Sure, I'm no. sure. Okay. Yeah. Go.
1: Generation Three can be heard every week on ZoneOneRadio.com. radiocom,
0: someone radio.com.
1: Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and the elite government body that's been watching my house and wants me to stop making dangerous allegations about what our station manager may or may not have done to get Lady Susan Vickers working for us. I know you're watching me. This is Zone 1 Digest, the best of the week on Zone 1 Radio, hosted by a snarky man with no degree of taste. I am that snarky man. And next up, we have Matthew Layton, potential kidnapper of one of the new show hostess Susan Vickers' relatives. Well, it's just a theory, but who knows, it might be true. With Motorsport on London GP. It was Mother's Day on Sunday, so he had Autosport Editor-in-Chief Andy Vanderberg in to be all sappy and play some Motown music. Have a listen. This is someone... <laughs>
0: Joining me now, the most respected motorsport journalist in the world, it's Andrew Vanderbilt. Andy, how are you? I'm very well, how are you? Yeah, good. Um, we're talking on a Saturday morning, unusually. How, how, how is your Englishman's home is his castle home?
4: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's all right, actually. I mean, obviously, wind battered and rain battered and all the, the beauty that is the English uh, spring, but uh, verdant, nonetheless, and dry. <laughs>
0: Um, How how are things in the world of motorsport? One week to go till Formula One. I'm excited. Are you?
4: I'm finally allowing myself to get excited now. Yay! uh, Tested nonsense is is finally out of the way. And we can actually see the cars going quickly at uh, relative fuel levels. And actually understand, you know, when they go to qualifying, we'll know which one's quickest. Mm. Rather than just guessing about it in a... to varying degrees of uh, informed ways.
0: I've asked this question before and I normally get into trouble when I do and you, you look at me like I'm an idiot, but did we learn anything from testing? Uh,
4: it's all very close.
0: Okay, all right, fair enough.
4: And, and the Caterham number is still miles off the
0: pace. Uh, you, uh, yes, good, okay. So um, Max Chilton going to be starting at the back of the grid then.
4: one of four positions that he can qualify in <laughs> and they're the four ones at the back uh, which is uh, if he had qualified Hull Bianchi he would have done really well and that is something to be uh, really proud of for him but they are you know the Toro Rosso or the Cyber or the Force India whichever one is the slowest of the other teams is absolutely light years ahead of where those cars are at cool.
0: um, any other stories
4: interesting in their four seasons
0: any, any other made uh, no progress any, any other stories of note? or Because I know you've got to go soon because you've got to prepare the castle for the arrival of Marv D haven't you?
4: Absolutely. Uh, and, 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 you know, what a, all the pomp and ceremony that goes with that. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, I think, I think it's genuinely, genuinely going to be fascinating because um, at the final test, Red Bull, for reasons that I'm sure they know, uh, didn't really do any of the long-run stuff and that's where people extrapolate their race pace um, things from. So no one's really quite sure where they are. Was, was this a mark of their supreme confidence, or is it masking some other problem that they've got? But you would all things being equal, you know what's changed from last year to this, very little. So why would the best car and driver combination from last year not be the best car and driver combination this year? you know if, if you're looking at things from a purely money ball perspective, better red Bull is the is the only real uh option that you can take. Uh, it genuinely appears to be that the Mercedes uh, has found some pace and so they're in the mix. The Ferrari and the McLaren are right up there and so it's the Lotus. But of course the caveat that has to be taken with all of this is that uh, 37 degrees apparently is what the temperature is going to be in Melbourne. <laughs> the Melbourne track is absolutely nothing like Clareffa and Barcelona in the winter. So <laughs> from all the data and everything that we think we've got from there... The, the first two races are going to you know a, a street track in a in a park in the heat of australia to a bumpy fast track in a humid malaysian uh, what what season are they in? in in autumn in Malaysia. it's absolutely nothing like what we've had in Barcelona a rainy cold Barcelona for the past two weeks. So, really, it's, it's anybody's guess, but it's going to be sensationally close and really exciting, and absolutely, you know, it is time now to start getting
0: excited about Formula 1 2013. I am excited. I'm a little uh, miffed, I have to watch it on the BBC, who seem to have lost all of the presenters who were um, uh, worth anything, really. BBC. Yeah, well, you see, do you know what it's like? You see, you're looking at Mother's Day, what are you doing for Mother's Day? Are you taking your, your lovely mother out for dinner?
4: I certainly
0: am, yes. You, you normally do that, you see. Yeah, but for me, in the last two years, with twin daughters, my outgoings have uh, uh, multiplied by a factor of four. I have to do four Mother's Day presents. Oh, yeah, it
4: starts getting expensive
0: then, doesn't it? It's all right, it's fine, because I think in a couple of years' time I'll be going, this will be happening to you next!
4: Well, surely it means on Father's Day, you just, you just going to be inundated with quality gifts and, and leisure time.
0: Ah! <laughs> ah! I can write that down! I shall tell the wife. Thank you. <laughs> cool. All right, man, listen, have a good weekend.
1: Thank you, you too. Cheers. London GP can be heard it? every week on zone This
0: is Zone1Radio.
1: That's the end of Zone1 Digest for another week. To learn more about the amazing stuff we do here at Zone1Radio and how you can get involved, go to zone I would give out addresses and contact details, but I've been sued for doing things like that before, so, y- yeah, you know, just go have a look on the website, basically. Thanks for listening, and to end, I think we'll have an awesome little clip from David Bailey, MBE, with Worldwide Roots, his eclectic mix of folk, roots, and world music. This week, having a chat with Jali, Philly, Sissoko, Master korra Player. Over to you, David, thanks for listening, and stay tuned to all the great content coming up every week on zone That's zone so on Worldwide
5: Roots, the podcast of World Roots Alternative and Eclectic Music. Um, and I have to say, I've just realized I might be the only world music podcast coming out of the Balkans here. But today we're not talking about the Balkans. We're talking about uh, an instrument that is very close to my heart and somebody who is living not too far from where I used to live in England. So we're going across via skype to whitney in oxfordshire uh, in england and catching up with uh, a charlie philly cisco did i say that right charlie yeah yeah <laughs> it's okay now you are it, a the- master cora player i have watched you on videos i've been listening to the cora for many years it is yes. a very difficult instrument to play when did you first start getting involved with the cora?
4: when i'm old uh, six Seven years old, like something like that. I started to play the chora. so my father also told me how to play the chora, He teached me as well.
5: So it was you and your father. Was it something difficult to learn, or did you seem to take to it very easily? I mean, especially if, if your father was playing it at home.
4: Yes, yes, it's very difficult, complicated, practicing and, you know, it's not easy, because have got 22 strings, some people I even mean, they're trying to learn how to play, it's not easy for them, you know.
5: <laughs> your Chora playing is mainly traditional music, but you've also started to play slightly outside traditional music and maybe with jazz and, uh, and groups like that. How do you feel about playing your traditional instrument with a very, very modern genre, for example, jazz?
4: i i like i like i like it, i like very well,
5: you know. Sometimes i met different musicians here, you know, like uh, Aya Rahman. He's very famous for his film scores and especially with Slumdog Millionaire and I saw a documentary about him on television and I was quite surprised, I have to say, when I read your website to see yeah. that you've actually mm-hmm. produced music together with Mr. Rahman. That must have been an amazing experience for you.
4: I met different musicians, you know, you know and they're they playing different music and then, you know, so we, it's fun. It's, the the music work. you know, so
5: no problem. You're also very lucky. Well, I, I think every man is lucky when they get married, but your wife is from England, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Christine, are you there?
6: Yes, I'm here, David.
5: Come a little bit closer to the microphone if you can. Christine, working with, well, not working, I mean it's it's a whole lifestyle for you. How, how did you get involved with Jalian and this wonderful music? Because you manage him now, right?
6: I do, yes. I first met Philly in Oxford ten years ago. Surprisingly, I never heard the chorus. I wasn't too interested in, in West African music, but I was part of something called Oxford Africa Week and the organisers had invited Philly and his family who had come across here on tour for the first time from Senegal, they were Jalikunda. all his family are, are griot they sing, um, play the chora, dance, play the drums so they're um, a wonderful griot family and I was very privileged to um, meet Philly and his family and go to um, a concert that, that the organisers had done with Oxford Africa week, and then I made contact and was invited over to Senegal, can you believe, for a dance workshop, which I thoroughly enjoyed, and went down to the south of Senegal where Philly lives to meet his family, which was the most incredible experience. I was welcomed by his mother singing, his father playing, um, just unbelievable. And we made the contact, we both got on well together and decided to form a company together called Kyra Arts, hoping to keep Philly going with his traditional music and bring him over here and, and obviously help support the family back in Senegal. So I, I was very lucky to a chance meeting in Oxford, and here we are.
5: <laughs> thank you very much indeed.
6: And thank you, Thank you, you and you too. Thank you. And, and yes. you too. Thank you very much. Well, white roots
1: can be heard anywhere in the world from zone1radio.com. zone